0: Getting Clarity one minute at a time. That's what we're going to talk about on this week's special Out in the Field live recording of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast. I am visiting at a conference in Kansas City, Missouri in a big old airplane hangar with Dan Martell, the CEO and co-founder of Clarity FM. and We're going to talk about his serial entrepreneurial journey and his new venture called Clarity. Okay, right, so tell me what you're up to these days, Dan. So I'm working on Clarity.
1: Clarity is a marketplace for advice. We help you find, schedule, and pay for expert advice to grow your business.
0: So you and I first met are actually, uh, you know, we have a history that goes back, you know, eons um, in, in internet marketing world. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, what was that? Uh, three, four years ago. Because you had come out with a, a tool that I just love, fell in love with called Flowtown. Um, and, uh, well, uh, tell me, uh, l- let me... I'm going to ask you to tell me what you know, what happened in that startup, and I think there's just a tremendous lesson in that for all these people that are out there, particularly trying to start up these you know SaaS deals and and online stuff. But uh, but I think in a way, well, what Flowtown did first off was it just allowed you to really append social data uh, onto an email record if you had it, which of course now you know people think well that's just sort of standard. I mean every CRM system does that now. Yeah. But you were really ahead of your time. So t- tell me a little bit about the Flowtown experience and, and ultimately what happened? Yeah, so I mean, the idea came
1: from uh, working with my brother who's a home builder in, in Canada and he, he decided he wanted to uh, not use real estate agents uh, to try to save some money and just and manage a customer experience. So, you know, when he was trying to build out his marketing plan, I said, you should check out social media. And he always kind of laughed and said, no nobody, nobody uses it. Like, I, I know there's this Facebook and this Twitter thing, but none of my customers are on it. And, you know, I saw the growth. And one thing I realized when, I, uh, when we started working on kind of marketing tools around Flowtown was how do we prove that your customers are on social media. And that's where the idea for that product, taking your email list that you've built of all your customers and people who joined your newsletter and appending social and demographic data so that you can then not only prove to your team that there's actually people listening and, and have accounts, but also how do you communicate with them in a, in a more kind of tailored
0: way. You know, and it's funny, in the early days of social media, um, I was doing that with a lot of clients too, just, and all I would do is take them to Twitter and put in their name or something, you know, and say, oh, well, I guess there are people talking about me, you know, on this thing and it was real eye-opening but but uh so so what where is Flowtown now? So uh Flowtown was an amazing ride so uh
1: started in 2009 uh once that product came out with the social uh email uh, product uh we grew to I think 12,000 small businesses as customers we raised some venture capital um and over 13 months we kind of grew 30 percent month over month had a lot of uh, great people like yourself write about us and use the product and you know, I remember it was late in uh, 2010, or yeah, 2010. We essentially got an email from Facebook. One of the core things that we did was it was leverage social media to essentially aggregate all this data. And uh, right around that time, there was uh, the New York Times had published this uh, big piece around uh, how there were some bad actors on Facebook uh, leveraging the uh, Facebook application to tag uh, individuals and then sell that data because Facebook had a rich data set of who these people were yeah, and what they liked and, yeah, and they right, would just yeah. Facebook connect and all of a sudden uh, they would know everything about you and yeah. they would sell that data to Ad exchange. and because of that uh, Facebook had to change their terms of service which uh, not because of anything we were doing um, made our product not work anymore. Yeah. So we woke up one day and essentially everything we had built to that point we had two months to uh, turn it off.
0: So I I guess, and you know, maybe, maybe it's still too soon, but you know, was there a real lesson in that? Um, or is it just a, Hey, you know, we got, we, we tried something and didn't work. No, I think that I I try
1: to find lessons in every opportunity, but uh, for us was we should have built more into the product to make it standalone. So, so we, you know, as soon as we got this, like data pen kind of concept to email, the question I asked, you know, my co-founder was where are other people storing email? So we were like, okay, so MailChimp, constant contact, eye contact so we had the email companies we started doing integration with all those plus CRM companies Salesforce BatchBook, et etc then we said form you know like form stack and woofoo and unbound so we essentially did like 13 integrations in, in, in that 12 month period hence why we grew so much but what I realized in hindsight was we should have spent more time on the product so that we had more than just that one feature that everybody used And so that if that ever went away, we actually had something else to fall back
0: on. Yeah, and I think that's a great lesson for anybody building anything, whether it's Facebook or whatever. But I mean, to be dependent on somebody else's product for yours to work, you know, is certainly. Something, you know, I have, I have people all the time that say, well, why, you know, why do I need a website? I'll just, you know, I've got a Facebook presence and I'll just have all my fans there. And I'm kind of like, until Facebook says you can't. And then they start <laughs> charging you to promote your feed. Right, I right. Mean, Which they're doing now. Yeah, yeah that's, right, I exactly. mean, that's what yeah, we've yeah, seen. Yeah, you know, my exactly. dad
1: my dad gave me a lesson a long time ago um, that was essentially um, you never allow one customer to be more than 20% of your business. Right, right, right. And right. Uh, to me, that's the same thing that that you know, that lesson was we were too dependent on one kind of way to do things and we should have built it out
0: more. So, uh, let's fast forward to today. Tell me a little bit about what you're doing now and the concept behind uh, Clarity.
1: Uh, so yeah, so Clarity came from the, uh, the, the trials and tribulations of being an 18 year old entrepreneur in the middle of nowheres, um, and failing at my first two companies I did a vacation rental site, uh, for a year that failed in hindsight, you think it would have done well, but it didn't. Then I did a web hosting company, um, you know, I think any web developer thinks they should build a CMS and a web hosting company. Uh, my lesson there was don't start a web hosting company. <laughs> um, but you know, it wasn't until I was working on my my next company, Spheric, that I realized there was a lot of value in getting advice from people who've been there before. And uh, you know, then after that company got acquired in two thousand eight, I moved to San Francisco, and I, I kind of went to the land of of abundance of advice yeah. and all these amazing entrepreneurs that were absolutely open and helpful. And I, you know, after the Flowtown experience, you know, we, we rebuilt the company, got acquired in 2011 uh, by a company called DemandForce. Um, I decided I only wanted to work on a problem that had the potential to impact a billion people in a positive way within a decade. That was the filter. Yeah. And uh, when you look at those opportunities, um, it's really around communication platforms. And I thought, what if you could take all this knowledge that was getting, um, you know, being provided in San Francisco and make it available to the rest of the world?
0: And that was the idea for Clarity. What a great, uh, before I get into Clarity itself, I mean, what a great, idea to have that vision, you know, of, that's very tangible, a million people a certain way. Because I think that's where a lot of people, you know, they say, oh, I think I'll start a business that does this because then I'll be able to eat. Um, and, and really to have that long-term vision, which we all talk about, but I think to, to really kind of make it tangible, you know, something you can ultimately track, I think, is, is really kind of a cool thing. Of course, once you... Um, you know, surpass that number, then you're going to have to figure out how to make it, uh, you know, 10x, right? Yeah. Um, but um, so, tell me, what what's the nuts and bolts? How does clarity work? Um, So it's much like Airbnb for advice. Um, So you can
1: go on there. We have categories of different topics. You can drill into those. We have over 10,000 experts we've aggregated in a little under a year. Uh, We've completed over 13,000 calls. So the way it works is you find an expert uh, that you think you might want to talk to, like Chris Brogan's on there from a social media point of view. You request a time with him. He gets the request. He accepts it. We give you a conference number to call into. At the time of that call, you call in for the amount of time you're talking. Uh, at the end of it, he gets paid, you get charged, and uh, we take care of everything from scheduling the
0: payment. So there's probably some advice that you would give to people that have used it. I mean, you know, rather than going on there and going, oh, look, I can talk to Chris Brogan for 10 minutes, woo yeah. You know, I mean, they're, 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 you it, you do literally sell it by the minute, right? Absolutely. So, I mean, you know, what, what's what's kind of the best practices for not just finding the right people and having them available, but to really get all your money's worth. Yeah. So I think the first
1: thing is, uh, how to find the person is actually a lot harder than I, I would have thought. Um, so tips I always give entrepreneurs or other people, professionals is, uh, search for companies names that you appreciate their products. So If you search for HubSpot, if you search for, uh, desk.com or Sisley or, you know, Unbounce or MailChimp, you'd actually be surprised that we have some of those, you know, senior level people at those companies available to have conversations. So doing that plus topics and then, um, you or even just searching their name, you'd be like with 10,000 people, um, they're there. And then the other thing is make sure you have a specific question for them and have it somewhat focused but open at the same time. So um, maybe like what's the best way for a, uh, you know, a coffee shop to, um, you know, to do guerrilla marketing would be a great question to ask somebody in that space or, you know, really be focused. We ask you to provide a reason which the experts appreciate. Um, but what's interesting is is once you get on the call, you'd be surprised how the thing you originally started talking about is not the the real nugget of value that ends up. And anybody's had conversation with advisors, you know, they know that to be true. Um, so that's that's the biggest thing is go on with a purpose, but be open to letting the conversation
0: go. Okay, well let's flip it around. As I mean, or what's the motivation for an expert to do this? Uh, obviously, there is a fee exchange, you know. So I mean, do you have people that are literally looking at this as a way? <laughs> as a revenue source or is it really more of, Hey, I want to make myself available. And this is a plant platform to manage that without me, you know, having to take on clients per se.
1: Originally it was a way to just unlock that, those individuals as notable people, we call them like the Eric Reese, you know, mm-hmm. of the lean startup and, um, you know, Mark Cuban's on there. And you haven't a mentioned of, me yet. I'm uh, a little, bit, I'm, I'm a little just, upset. Well, I that. just assumed everybody <laughs> listening. Would know. Um, you know, and and really, it's uh, a lot of them don't do it for the financial upside. Yeah. Um, they do it as a way to give back, and then they can all, they can donate um, the proceeds to any charity of their choice. So that's that's a big win. But lately, just because of the volume, we get forty thousand unique visitors a month now. Uh, people are making you know two thousand dollars a week on Clarity. So wow. yeah, they've they've started uh, doing less charitable calls and 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 looking at it as a revenue source. We never think it'll be somebody's full time uh, income, and, and that's not the way we think about. It. We look at it as like uh, remnant inventory. Yeah. Um where you know you're driving to the uh, airport um, and it's an hour drive and you might want to schedule a call for that time or, you know, whatever. It's it's just a way to make yourself available that respects
0: both people's uh, time and privacy. Yeah, so there, so there is an appointment aspect to it, right? hundred yeah, yeah. percent, yeah, yeah. So it's not just, a, oh, look, that person's available. I'm going to ring them up. No. Yeah. So um, talk about the pricing structure a little bit because, I, you know, and again, my looking at it, I mean, you've got people charging a you dollar know, a minute just, you know, f- because they want to, and then you have people that are five hundred
1: dollars a minute. You know, yeah, right? and we have you know guys that are ten thousand, like Mark Cuban. So it's it's all over the place, and, and I don't know how it's going to play out at the end of the day, but it's a free market. So you know when people say, well, what if I get too many calls? I'm like, high quality problem. Just put your rate up. You <laughs> know? Exactly like, right. And uh, the great thing is, the more calls you do, the more reputation you build, the more you should be able to charge. Um, Again, we don't look at it as a primary income source, but just as a way to to kind of make yourself available. And I think social media has just allowed anybody to create their own following and audience, especially bloggers. I mean, you know, monetizing your blog using advertising uh, versus doing something like Clarity, I I, I know we could be way more competitive um, than the alternative. So, um, I think uh, the pricing uh, will... Will always be, you know, we fix at least sixty dollars an hour, dollar a minute. We think that that's the right price point um, where you get quality conversations, and uh, you know, for us, it's really how do we scale that into other countries when you know a dollar a minute is actually really meaningful to an entrepreneur in South Africa or, or South America or you know wherever. So
0: that's that's going to be an interesting thing to look at. But right now it's a free market, so people charge what they want. Have you been doing this long enough to capture some success stories, if you will? Not, not necessarily from somebody, you already talked about people making $2,000 a week. That's a success story. Um, but what about some entrepreneurs that have really feel like they've, unlocked, you know, the, the, the key to the puzzle. Yeah.
1: I mean, so it's, it's funny cause we, every two weeks we send an email to everybody that's done a call and ask them for testimonials. Um, and we've gotten over, you know, we've done 13,000 calls across 50 countries. So we've got uh, almost a thousand testimonials we're just trying to figure out how to categorize them put them on our website. But I mean, we're hearing stuff like I found my co-founder on clarity. Um, I, I met an investor on clarity and, and clarity is not meant for networking, but there's this old adage that says, you know, ask for money, get advice, ask for advice, get money. Turns out the same thing happens for hiring employees, raising capital, or finding a co-founder. If you find somebody that has that background and and experience and ask them for advice on your project and they find it interesting, then by all means, build a relationship. But that is not, you know, we actually don't uh, promote it and we'll flag people if they, they come on just to do that. To try to sell somebody, it's against our terms of service. But if at any point the other person finds what you're doing interesting and they offer it up, we're 100 percent okay with that.
0: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense because it's almost like a, a a bit of a vetting, you know, system for that, where it's people that are serious about finding this. And and you, and you're right. I mean, I'm sure it happens to me all the time. I'm kind of a sucker, you know that that, that you know people will start telling me about their idea, and I'm like, wow, that's that's really, really cool. You yeah. know, I want to know more about that. So I'm sure that happens every day, all the time. So is, are there you know any kind of big uh evolution of you know clarity that's in the in the works yeah really
1: just grow 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 right now um so we've been focused on just uh call completion call quality so you know we're happy that uh, we added ratings and reviews 97 percent of all calls complete on clarity to date have a four to five star rating so we know that if you get on a call you'll have a great experience um and if somebody's a bad actor we're quick to recognize that we essentially built this like heads up display tv that monitors actions and anybody's being you know not you know over-aggressive in their call requests, or not responsive, or don't show up for a sure. call. We essentially suspend their account until we talk to them on the phone. Um, But the future to me is, you know, the problem we want to solve is helping entrepreneurs get great advice from people who have been there before. Um, And there's 400 million entrepreneurs in the world. And it turns out that the professionals in those entrepreneurial organizations are also using Clarity. So, you know, this knowledge economy or information economy, uh, we think it's a huge trend. We think that identity, reputation, and mobile are really the key drivers to our growth to date. Um, So we're going to be introducing new features. um, And probably by the time this goes out, this will be available. We're testing it this week, which is paid questions. We think that that sometimes, you know, at a lower price point, you should be able to ask a question to multiple experts at once, get all their responses, and then decide who you might engage on a call with. Um, So that's step one. But if you take that even further, um, we want to allow experts. We're really solving for the experts because we think if we can build a great product that helps you build reputation, real authority, showcase your knowledge, Um, and monetize that that's a really great
0: product well I tell you the other thing that I kind of see you doing and I I don't get near the requests that I'm sure you know Seth Godin or somebody does but I get you know every day can I pick your brain right requests and I you know I love to do those I mean I really do but then you you know you find that it turns into an hour long you know rambling about something that you're like you just want to tell them Quit now! Yeah. Don't do it now, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And and so in a way, you know, by having a system like this, this to me would be the perfect. So when somebody wants to pick your brain, say, yeah, go on clarity, hook up with me on there, you know, because then they're they've got enough skin in the game. Even if you're donating all the water, yeah. you know, to, to charity water. I mean, all the all the money to charity water or something, you know, they've got enough skin in the game. You know, they're serious. They're going to take their time serious, and and consequently, I think it allows you to have a you know a much more serious conversation with them. If they won't do that step, then, then, then you, don't wanna, you don't want you don't want well, to work with them And right we've
1: now. discovered too. Thing. The the experts actually use it as a filter, like you just said, where they're already getting inbound requests for their time. And if you get an introduction through a friend, you don't you don't send them to Clarity. You just take the call because yeah. it's you know there's social capital involved versus monetary. Right. But if somebody cold emails you, by all means say, hey, this is the way I do those calls, right. and and that's how I've done it. And it was that was why I built the product in the first place. Is I want to make myself available, but I obviously have a company to run and a newborn at home, and I got to prioritize. So yeah. it's it's a great yeah. way. But on the yeah, those free side, calls
0: they, they they scale to infinity.
1: They just. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough, uh, you get nothing done, yeah. but then on the flip side, a lot of the seekers uh, actually want to pay you, yeah. right? Now, yeah. we're seeing on Twitter where they're telling, they're tweeting at these people saying, Can you sign up for Clarity? Because I want to pay you for your advice, yeah. I yeah. know you would have the answer, and I want to respect you for that, yeah. And uh, and it works out. I mean, I love that, well, that's, of course, yeah, of course. that's, that's yeah. great, but, for but us.
0: no, but I think, it, I think it really speaks to you know you've you've hit a need you know and that that obviously that and the right technology you know is is a secret to uh, to building a business so dan so so great to be able to meet with you in person i we're sitting uh, you know listeners i rarely get to do these face to face but uh, there's no phone involved in that well there is a phone involved in this <laughs> one because i'm recording it yeah. on my phone but uh but i'm um, sitting in kansas city actually in the kansas city uh uh, air museum uh, at the twa museum out at the old airport and uh, at uh, big kc and uh, really having a great time so thanks dan and uh, maybe we'll bump in, into each other in another place out there on the road i'm sure we will thanks john